Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Soul CEO Podcast. My name is Rachel Vakarik, and I'm the founder of Soul CEO. This is episode 58, and we're going to be talking about shifts and changes and new directions in 2022. It's been a doozy closing out 2021, and I got some updates for you guys here. But first, I want to shout out to one of our devoted listeners and a friend of mine, Jennifer Roth, who gave me five stars on Apple Podcasts. Says, Rachel, I love your energy. I so appreciate the fearless way you share and pour out love. Thank you for being so open and honest and most of all, real. I'm learning so much as I listen, but I'm also filling my soul. I feel so ready to go out and serve after I hear your podcast. Love, love, love you. Well, I love you too, girl, and I love all of my subscribers. Guys, please do me a favor. More than anything on Apple Podcasts, go there, five stars, leave a rating. And if you are uh, so inclined to do so, you might be featured on another episode as well as on my new website, soulceo.com, which is launching here in just like a week or two. It's so freaking exciting. So as we move into episode 58, I have a little bit of updates for you. Now, what's really interesting is that I've been building an online presence, we call it like a micro-celebrity brand online for well over a decade. And I don't know where you came into the fold. You know, maybe you came in through somebody on my team. You know, maybe you know, we met on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or you were referred. Um, and a lot of recent um, kind of explosion over the last few years has been because of world events. And I don't need to get into them specifically, but you know what I'm talking about, like government, um, the pandemic, and I'll tell you guys, this has been stuff that I've spoken about very openly for over a decade, you know, since I began. I mean, some of my first posts, guys, on Facebook and first YouTube videos were talking about like the, you know, debunk Federal Reserve and the, you know, fake debt notes that, you know, our dollar is not backed by gold anymore here in the U.S. And, you know, talking a little bit about conspiracy stuff and just kind of looking at some of the big three-letter agencies, including Big Pharma, and kind of, you know, saying, hey, is there a different insider? Should we just follow along the mainstream narrative? And so I've been very open. And I kind of laugh, you know, um, one of my girlfriends, Jessie Lee Ward, hashtag Boss Lee, if you guys know her, give her a shout out, tell her that I said hi. Um, she'll call me like the controversial network marketer. And I just kind of laughed the first time she said that. And I was just say, hey, you know what? I know that I'm polarizing with my beliefs um, because most trainers and teachers will say, don't talk about religion and don't talk about politics uh, or world events. And I was really always open about both because it was to the kind of the core of my belief system. And I think that there's a right way to do it and there's certainly a wrong way to do that. Well, obviously things intensified over the last couple of years and a lot of my time was spent um, investigating, researching. I kind of joked that, you know, even like COVID became a bit of a part-time job. And it was out of real interest. You know, I've, I'm actually the one that nerds out and goes to pubmed.gov and reads, you know, FDA letters and pharmaceutical studies and kind of tries to debunk them as much as I, you know, kind of read them and sift through them with, you know, my very layman brain <laughs> uh, without even a college education. And so I just thought it was very, very interesting. And, you know, for a long time, I was just like, okay, great. We need to wake people up because they are clearly being lied to. Now, this is not to say that people aren't getting sick or we're not going to make this into a political conversation here, but you know, chances are if you're in this fold, if you're in this family and you're a sole CEO, you probably align and you've probably seen some of the, some of the, some of the stuff I post and you probably said, yeah, girlfriend, yes, I like it. I share it. I love it. 
you know, you're probably adding me, reposting me. And it's been an interesting game. It's been an interesting, you know, season. And then some things happened. And I'd been feeling a tug for a while. And it was kind of feeling like I was on a bit of a fence, an offense with you guys, an offense with this brand, an offense with the platform that God has given me. And I was like, you know, what am I going to do when I grow up? You know, I, I've gone to the top of two companies now, back to back. Um, you know, currently been blessed to now lead a team of, you know, tens of thousands of people over seven figures a month in sales. And, um, just super, super grateful. I love network marketing, but I also know, um, that I still have this heart, this root, this passion for training and for coaching. For those of you guys who have been with me longer than the last few years, you know that I did have a full training and coaching brand called Soul CEO. I actually had very, really top selling courses um, on social media, on branding, on goal setting, on leadership, on recruiting. And, um, and when I went through my divorce, when my marriage kind of fell apart in 2018, I shut that all down. Part of it is just, you know, bandwidth. You can only focus on so much. But now as things have moved on, I've met the man of my dreams. I love Tony so much. We've, you know, bought a house. We're getting, you know, you know, just kind of into our groove as a married couple. He's busy climbing the corporate ladder. I'm running this business. And at the same time, I have this, you know, side interest in, I'm just going to call it like conspiracy in, in real news and in, in waking up. Um, and all that kind of came to a halt in December. And I was on a, actually about to leave on a plane to Maui for a six-figure company event that we had earned um, uh, with our primary business. And my mom called me and she had told me that my stepdad, she thought, was having a stroke. And here I am, five hours away. I'm in Minneapolis at the time and um, about to leave the next morning on a flight to Maui. And I'm like, okay, do you want me to come? Do you need me to do anything? She goes, no. And she's just, you know, kind of in upheaval emotionally. Um, we were able to get my siblings involved. Obviously he was transmit, uh, transported to emergency room. They did some tests, a battery of tests. And for those guys who don't know, or haven't been following my stepdad has, has age, um, early onset dementia. So at this point, six years into the disease. So quite at the later stage of that, at the age of 62, and so I uh, went home that night. Um, they brought him back to his memory care facility that he had been living in for about eight months. And he was fine, eating, drinking, happy, smiley, laughy, <laughs> his typical daddy-o self. The next day, I, you know, everything was good. I said, you know, should we go? My mom said, yes, go. And I said, well, you know, worst case scenario, we'll just fly home if things, you know, turn or, you know, if he has some more issues, um, you know, it's only six, seven hours, we can be home, right? No big, no big deal. Well, the weekend progressed and he had a few more episodes. And, um, after about 48 hours, two, three days, um, they just knew that he needed a little bit more care. And I, I wasn't sure if, yeah, I don't have stroke. We don't have the autopsy back yet or seizures, but ultimately they put him into hospice so he could get more palliative care or, you know, comfort care. My dad at that point and many, many years prior with my mom had already signed all the documents to say he didn't want any life-saving measures. And I think that with the seizures, the seizures that we believe they are seizures that he was having, they they just really started to you know progress the end. The end was there. So I got the call on Tuesday morning in Maui and uh, to fly home. And I you know, don't know if it's going to be two hours or two days or seven days. 
And so we got on the first flight back and immediately booked it back home. And um, I spent seven days, seven days in hospice with my stepdad. Now, without totally going into who this man was, maybe maybe that'll be on a future note. I, I certainly put posts on, on social media. I have <clears throat> get a little choked up. I was so blessed that I got the best step parents in the world. Uh, my parents divorced when I was about 11 months and both remarried a few years later. And both my stepmom and my stepdad were incredible for me. Um, so I never considered the divorce that happened in my family, although divorce is always horrible. It didn't super negatively affect my life, I think, because I was so young and because I was so blessed with those parents. Daddy-O was my stepdad, but step had no meaning to him. I was his child. In fact, I was the youngest. I was baby girl. And so for seven days, you know, I'm sitting in Janesville, Wisconsin at a beautiful little hospice facility. And at that point, my dad was pretty much out of it. Um, he did react a little when he came into the room. He reacted way more with Tony when Tony got there the next day. Um, but I sat there and then some days it was nine or 10 hours. Some days it was 12 hours. Some days it was 15 hours. Sometimes I was the first one there in the morning and I didn't leave till nine, 10, 11 at night. And a lot of times I was even alone or maybe one other sibling or friend there. And when you have that time, you know, if you've ever been in hospice, it's a weird game. In, in some sense, you're ready for them to go and to pass on. My, my daddy had given his life to Christ, had served him, was a follower of Jesus, was went on missions. He preached the gospel. He lived like Christ. Um, he wasn't perfect, but he was truly an epitome of grace and love and kindness and service. He, he served at church. He served everyone. He was a helper. So we all knew. We all knew where daddy was going. We all knew. And, um, and so you're kind of like, you kind of want it to happen. It, it didn't happen fast. It took about seven days for the Lord to take him home. And, um, obviously many, many tears and, and the tears weren't for where he was going. I mean, we knew this was freedom for him. He would no longer have dementia. He'd have his right mind, a good, perfect body. He'd be able, you know, be with Jesus. Like we, we were so celebratory, but there was, you know, thoughts of like, gosh, maybe I could have done more. Maybe I should have done more. I should have visited more. I should have called more. You like, I'm going to miss him. I miss his smile. And you have all that. So I came home. This was around, I think, December 15th, uh, December 14th at 11.55 PM. He passed <laughs> with me and my mom and my stepsister, who was a bit of a strange from the family and my oldest stepbrother, who's my closest brother. And it was perfect. It was the most beautiful thing. I've never had the opportunity to be there when somebody crosses over, never. And if you ever get the privilege, it's just, it's insane and emotional. And I got to feel on his pulse the last few times his heart, heart beat on this side of eternity. Whew. Man, what a joy. I can't believe where he is now, you know? But it was obviously pretty emotional as it is even retelling the story now. And so came home, excuse me, and I decided to take a little bit of time off. Rightfully so, right? I mean, like the first few days, you're just kind of like, whoa, like, wow. It was, you know, dementia is crazy because it's very slow 
But then, it, you know, it's like very, very fast. It's kind of like bankruptcy. It goes very, very slow and then very, very fast. And so I took some time and it was kind of perfect timing because, you know, everything kind of slows down at the end of December. People are with their family. They're on holiday. It was great. So I focused on my physical health. I was working out every day because um, I knew that's the natural endorphin rush that would come with it. I was cooking all these fun, extravagant meals, you know, kind of pivoting to joy, PTJ, as my um, my real father, Papa Frida, you guys have heard in, I think, episode 15 and 16 of this podcast, Lawrence would teach me PTJ, pivot to joy. Well, my joy is in the kitchen, so I'd be cooking. I was I was reading the Bible. I was listening to sermons. I, you know, I don't watch movies. Tony and I were watching movies in the evening, you know, like old 1970s Scrooge Christmas movies. Uh, worked on goals, um, created some new systems for our team, and, and really just focused on, on family. But in that time of not only hospice, then coming back those few weeks off. So those probably most of December, really. I mean, I think I left in Maui December 4th. So most of December, my purpose and impact became so much clearer, right? Because when you sit and you watch one of the most important humans in your life pass on, it shows the trivial and puts it in perspective. Like, the things that are like the nothing burgers in our life, you know, they say don't sweat the small stuff and everything is small stuff. <laughs> and then it put the true eternal priority into grand, 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 grand focus. The priority of, I, I don't know how I would have reacted or dealt had I known that he hadn't known the Lord. And not believed, because even demons believe in Jesus, but but known him and was known by him and was truly a servant of him. And so I made a post at the beginning of the year, basically asking my followers to unfollow me. <laughs> it was probably one of the most important and boldest posts I've ever written. Um, and I was like, I don't care if I end up with a hundred of you left. Like I'd rather find my core group of network marketers who are ready to uplevel their life spiritually and financially than continue down the path that I've been on. Because what I was doing was very successful for me. My stuff was viral. It was viral. The conspiracy stuff, the news stuff, the pandemic stuff, the vaccines, all of it. Everybody wanted it. Was, it was yum, 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 drama, 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 right? And I was grateful for that season, but the season has ended. The door is shut. So I made the post, and I'll share it here today, is that starting today, which was really January 3rd, and moving forward, that is a shift in content. Um, I'm glad that I could awaken people <laughs> to the clown show of our elected officials and all the three-letter agencies, but it's so time to move on. And at that point when I wrote this, like I was tired. I was tired of the conflict. I was tired of the frustration of feeling like I was losing, a, you know, fighting a losing battle. I have an extraordinary, most of my team is actually international, my network marketing team. So they are, uh, you know, Canada, Australia, they're in other countries that are in massive lockdowns. And like they're, they don't have the same rights that we do here in the U.S., um, and it just felt like I was, uh, who am I? Like, to, I'm a losing battle. And you might say, well, Rachel, ever, I'm like, what are we really going to do? Like, you're going to start a revolution? Okay, great. I'll join you. But like, I was tired of illuminating the clown show. I was tired of the divisive voices. I actually got sick of most of the people that I was following because it was just, it was so petty. It was so trivial in the grand scope of eternity. And there was no hope. 
offer to it. Okay, great. Yeah, you're talking about this. It might be demonic or satanic or unfair or communistic or whatever. But it's like, if you don't back that with the gospel, there's no hope. There's a great quote that says that for many people, for most people, this earth, this world is the best it's ever going to be for them. But for us as, as Jesus-loving Christians, as believers, as followers, disciples of him, this is the worst it's ever going to be for us. And so without the gospel, like, is all that stuff, the clown show, all the political crud that's going on, it's like, I have had so many people in my private messages full and riddled with anxiety and depression. And maybe you feel the same, or maybe it's in your inboxes. And I was like, I am an influencer. There is a responsibility God even speaks to that. Like those who've been given leadership have, will be dealt with, with a higher, you know, um, um, accord. Like we, we're going to have a stronger, um, uh, a stronger grade, <laughs> a grading scale for those who have given an influence or pedestal. I was tired of the fake news. I was tired of the censorship. In fact, I'll just side note while I was in hospice, I got six fact checked warnings and they were from posts like, eight months prior. Cause I had stopped a lot of this on my Instagram. Like I was just posting funny memes. I had moved everything to telegram and I was getting shut down again and censored and shadow banned. And to all those Instagram trainers, you know who they are. The big trainers that say that there's no such thing as shadow banning. You guys are lying or you're ignorant because it's absolutely true. And like my sense, my, um, reach went down by 90%. I was just done. And I realized, I'm like, God hasn't called us, any one of us, to save the world. I don't read any of that in in the Word. And I've read the Word a lot. But He already has a plan for that. That plan to save the world is His Son, Jesus Christ, on Calvary. He already did the work on the cross. It's done. It's finished. He does, however, call us to win souls. He calls us to edify each other in our faith. He calls us to prosper where we are planted. He calls us to love. He calls us to, you know, be united as a brother and, you know, as sisters and brothers in Christ. So if you were following me for that content, like you're not going to see any of it. Like it may be a fun little meme here and there, but like really, like not really. On the other hand, what you're going to see and what we're about to launch is Soul CEO, like the full get out, right? It's been a year of over 50 podcasts. It's been awesome. Tens of thousands of listens. I'm so grateful for you, but we are moving into the highest and best mission. This is a community of faith-based entrepreneurs, network marketers specifically who want to build a profitable business but they don't want to lose their soul. So this channel and this, you know, platform and all of mine, you know, Facebook, social media, all that will be heavily focused on education and inspiration to help you do that. It's profiting with purpose, right? Profit and purpose. My hope and my prayer is that moving forward to inspire you to walk out your faith with Christ daily. My hope and prayer is to lead by example and to show you what's working for me to build a massive global business. I mean, just over the last six months, I've recruited over a hundred people just on Instagram and I'm going to teach you guys how to do that. In fact, that's coming here. Um, in a few short weeks, it'll be launched on my website. You guys can learn exactly what I do, exactly how I come up with posts, like what I've done to grow 30,000 followers. Um, my hope and prayer is that you replicate what you learn, that you teach your team and teach others and share other people, obviously, um, things like this podcast. I knew 
that there's, there's two things I always talk about that I, I got to feel this number one, um, two types of peace, peace that I hope all get to experience like that peace, that joy, the two types of peace. Number one is knowing that your eternal salvation in Jesus, right? That's the type of peace. I hope you all get to experience and come to that. You work out that salvation with him. And by the way, this is the most important one, way more important, infinitely more important than the second one. But the second piece I hope for you all to experience is to create financial independence. Now, I didn't say riches or wealth, but I'll teach more on that soon. But creating where you have options and flexibility and good stewardship financially. So really, it's about cutting the distraction, like thinking eternally, but acting urgently. It's time to up-level your mindset, your skill set, and your leadership, leveling up spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially. And I guess I just got to know if you're in, I got to know, are you in, are you with me? And I think so much, I, I, I prepped a few verses already and why this matters. So it's like, okay, Rachel, thanks so much for going on this rant and sharing what happened with you and your daddy. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Like you've been thinking like, okay, great, what does that have to do with me? Well, if you have been consuming a lot of this content, you got to ask and, and maybe even sharing it. We have to ask ourselves, is this in line with what God has called us to do? And we can only do that by reading the word, right? So we got to go to the word. And we think about in Proverbs 4.23, it says, keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flows the spring of life. Philippians 4.6, don't be anxious about anything, but everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known. And the peace of God, verse seven, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Like these things are making you anxious. Romans 12, two, do not be conformed to this world, right? The patterns of this world would be transformed by the renewal of your mind, right? So we're constantly thinking about trusting the Lord with all of our heart, you know, not focusing on all this garbage. We know that our call is to spread the gospel. Matthew 28, 19, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, right? Baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are called to win souls. In fact, that is one of the fruits of a true Christian. And that's, I saw that in my daddy's life, going out there and winning souls on his mission trips and, and just living for, um, living for the world. Um, Mark 16, 15, go into the world, proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Um, also I, I had a bit of a kind of a checkup from the neck up. I have been given a gift of being able to train as well as to create success in network marketing. So I create success, but I also can train it. That's two different things because there's a lot of people that can create results, but they can't train it. And there's a lot of people that can train, but they can't create results. And I have the, the com combination. So I feel like God has planted me somewhere that I can go out there and I can prosper where I'm planted. And, and so I think about so much like, um, where God is saying, like, it's from God that we get, obviously get our power to create wealth and riches and all that. Um, but I know that like, I'm not meant to stir up strife. Proverbs 28, 25, a greedy man stirs up strife, but the one who trusts in the Lord will be enriched. That's like, okay, I, gosh, what am I doing? I'm creating this division. I'm creating more anxiety. Like, oh, it's just, it's just crazy. I got a couple more here. Let's talk about more about division. Uh, da, 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 where is it? 
Oh yeah. Titus three, nine through 11, Titus three, nine through 11, but, but avoid foolish controversies. And sometimes in some verses, I believe this says conspiracies, genealogies, dissensions, or quarrels about the law for they are unprofitable and worthless for a, for a, as a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice have nothing more to do with them, knowing that a person is warped and sinful. He is self condemned, right? And I'm just like, holy moly, like you're really speaking to me, Lord, here that I'm not called to be divisive. I'm called to lead people to the word and, and to share the gospel, the good news. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his son and whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That's what our call is. And so, um, I just... I felt incongruent and I just put things in perspective. I was like, I want to impact people where I can really, truly make a change. In fact, one of my girlfriends, TT, shout out to TT. I know you're probably listening, did a similar post that I just did. Um, she's changing, you know, we're on the same page. We still believe the same things. We still have the same mindset, but we know we can impact people way more, um, with their faith, with maybe holistic nutrition, like she's really passionate about, um, with obviously our business strategies. And so I'm like, man, I, I really, 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 I'm not one to sow discord. I don't want to sow discord. I want to uh, just point people to Christ, show them how they can become, uh, then break free from the rat race that they can, uh, be better stewards financially, more importantly, um, a better human, a better follower of God, and living a life that glorifies him. So that is the update here today. And I'm super excited. Guys, you want to make sure you're watching out for soulceo.com. That's almost live. And we have a brand new Telegram channel. I'm actually going to add it to the show notes here today. And uh, it's going to be something I update probably a couple times a week. And we're going to do some fun giveaways in there. Uh, my soul CEO telegram will be the first people to know of when my courses drop, when my coaching drops, when training drops, um, when a podcast drops, we're going to do some fun, like I said, giveaways and prizes in there, some inspiration to keep you guys, um, edified, not only in your walk, but also in your business. And so make sure that you join that as well. And if you haven't yet, guys, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave a five-star rating and a a written review. Um, It really means a lot. I appreciate you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And if you're listening to this, go to Instagram and tag me at SoulCEO and let me know what you think of this new direction. And if you're in, talk to you soon.